When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. I, I got a call. Listen to what it when you got mentioned that Zara and Mike Tyndall were at the Royal Lunch. Somebody said, who is Zara? Well, that is uh, another grandkid. That is right. Princess Anne's daughter. That's right. She's yes. the equestrian. Yes. And if you're like me and didn't realize that the queen had more than just the two sons, Charles and, well, no, you know. son and daughter first. I know it. I okay. didn't know it till the crown. I forgot, Lori. You're not much of a royalist. Well, we have been covering the royal family for 50. But we years. never talk about that little son of hers. But you knew about you knew about the one Edward who was married to uh, Sarah Ferguson, the toe sucker. No, the, so, his name wasn't Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, I mean. Well, I knew Andrew. about those two. I know Charles and Andrew. Oh, that's all you knew. Yeah, I just didn't know about the girl. We cannot yeah. fill in all the royal holes. In but your I'm head. helping the people out there that have royal okay. holes too. <laughs> We're just gonna call it royal Swiss cheese. There right. you go. I love it. So. A year yes. ago, Julia, the gossip in the music world that we laughed and laughed over because it was so try-hard and it was so fake and it never took. And I'm not, I'm not sure that we ever came up with the name. I think Lopizzi was out there. What? Uh, J-Drake. J-Lo and Drake. Remember that? Oh, a yes. A year ago, yes. December. Was when it they just a year ago? danced together at the prom and they were snuck on a couch and we thought it was so fake so fake, fake so fake, fake. fake and they did not even make it another month after they posted their last snuggling thing december 13th and it was just or 30th and it was just a few weeks after that that she was falling in love with alex rodriguez and on her way to making him her fourth future ex-husband <laughs> oh, I love it. I love so it. Cynical. So it hasn't even been. So they started dating when? In January of last year? She started dating J-Rod? Like at the end of January, beginning oh, of wow. February. Oh, wow. But you're right. I forgot about those Drake Instagram. But that and was we so laughed fake. about it every day. It was so oh, yeah. fake. But they were like under blankets. And right. then they were at dancing at the prom. Right. Drake and J-Lo. And they were both Instaing all over the place. Right. Thank you for that flashback. You're welcome. Okay, so Mariah Carey, uh, she's in the news today, and Donnie was helpful to us once again and posted um, 13 of the most incredible All I Want for Christmas is You covers, which I guess I've not really heard too many okay. people cover Mariah's iconic Christmas song other than her. I've I mean, heard I know Donnie Clarkson has seen it. I've heard, I sung it. Uh, um, has she? Has she? Kelly Clarkson? I thought so. Well, okay. This so it's 13. Donnie posted okay. this. And last night, Gwen Stefani sang Wham! last Christmas on Jimmy Fallon. Was she any good at it? No. <laughs> I'm not into her. She does sing a whiny thing like she, that. She, she got down into that 
uh, Britney Spears baby talk kind of. Do you have it, Donnie? Yeah, guys. Uh, well, yeah. let's play well, it. We're gonna let's whatever one you have up first—a cover of Mariah or Gwen Stefani. Which you one do you want first? Let's do a Mariah Carey. All I okay. want for Christmas. I'm going to give you a slow down version. This is a smooth, silky version by okay. Michael Bublé. All right. Okay. All right. I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. No, I'm just gonna keep on. I love waiting. it. Underneath the mistletoe, there's no sense in hanging stockings there upon the fireplace. Cause Santa, he won't make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can keep no. it. Oh, I love him. <laughs> yeah, you can. I'm I, I missed that one. I wanted it to speed up. Yeah. Well, All right. I want to hear Gwen Stefani sing it. Okay. All right, this is Gwen Stefani doing... Singing Wham. Uh, yes. Okay, here we go. I don't like her voice. Yeah, we've we've really heard enough. (laughs) That was painful. That was not good. That's painful. All right, let's hear Adina Menzel's version, her dramatic spin on the or uh, all I want for Christmas is you. I'm curious about what that's going to sound like. Okay, uh, by Adele Dazim. One last one. Let's do the Lady Antebellum. I'm curious to see what the country spin is. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Come on. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Slow all the way through. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. It says so. It's really brilliant. Yeah, See, it's, I, here's I the difference between her voice mm-hmm. and Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Gwen Stefani can't sing. Ooh. And she can't. 
I'm just saying. Oh, I'm I'm just, like, I did not like that I, version at all that well, she did. But Gwen Stefani, I mean, we saw her in concert, Lori. I know. She she can sing her songs, and she does no doubt songs. But I, I I think she's gone far. Yeah. All right, she's, she's gone, gone far. far. Well, how uh, about that for a nice slam? Nate Sloan, who's a musicologist, that yes. is a real thing, is that he... Has, okay, so first of all, All I Want for Christmas is soon going to surpass White Christmas in terms of total commercial success to be the most successful Christmas song and ever written. It's amazing, oh. though. And White Christmas so came out like, you know, 40 right. years before Mariah's but it's, song. But it, it's so different. Yeah. Well, he said that one of the things he said in the first verse, Mariah Carey plays an emotional game with the listeners by telling us about all the things she doesn't want before she mm-hmm. reveals what she does want. He said it's a nice chordal structure trick, which okay. people like. And he said the other major thing that this song has going for it, well, it's got the bells. Yes. But the G major it's chord is at the very beginning, at the very end, and this is noteworthy. Do you know why? No, no just because it's happy. G major is the chord that makes people feel most at ease when a song is in that key and That's you close. don't feel relaxed until it goes back to that home chord and in chord progression for yes. songwriters that sort of everything so you're in auditory auditory suspension until you get back there yes of discovering what she really wants and when she says all i want for christmas is you it's so satisfying isn't that something because i was waiting for that that note with all the other singers. Yes, yeah. and also the other key is its old school song structure because starting in the 60s, most popular music would go verse-chorus um, with a multi-line refrain throughout the song. Um, and so she uses the, um, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. and Frosty the sn- Snowman, and it's just suspense and nostalgia. That's how you get, and the G chord, that's how you get the most popular song of all time. I love it. Well, we're mm-hmm. going to keep hearing more covers of it because everybody loves that song. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. do. All well, right. thank you for that well, trip Donnie, down music lane, Laura. You're very welcome. So if you want to see these other uh, versions of All I Want for Christmas, there's a nice, she recorded it with Justin Bieber a couple years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Ariana Grande has done a cover. Yeah. Uh, Donnie's also posted Gwen to Stefani if you want to see her do that song. And her pouty lips. And her pouty lips. And, uh, Not to be confused with C-F- DSL. Yeah, DSL lips. Yeah, DSL Mm -hmm. lips. Okay, listen, we come back, we've got random thoughts. This is the Lori and Julia Show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, here's a, a. delicious story that you brought to me, Lori, and it's all, it's going to be about the Wetch, the Weishnot Gurk, Gurky. Okay, <laughs> what is a Weishnot Gurky? I don't know. It is a pickle. Okay, right. oh, and like a um, huh? Like a gherkin? Yeah, but oh. it's it's a Weishnot Gurk. Okay. You know I'm not pronouncing it right. How do you think you pronounce that word, Lori, the top one? Weishnot Gurky. Yeah, Weishnot Gurky or Weishnot Gurk. Yeah, Weishnot <laughs> <laughs> You say tomato, I say tomato. So, there's this tradition 
that um, we always always assume was a German tradition and um, hiding the pickle on the Christmas tree. I never heard of this. Oh, gosh, I, yes. No. You I, haven't? I bought really? a pickle and did this. Yeah. I thought that was something that your parents said they were doing. Hiding the pickle? <laughs> yeah. Dipping the pickle. Mommy and Daddy are going to go hide the pickle. That's you know? what she said. <laughs> so what it is, is it's an ornament in the shape of a pickle. All right. And it's always supposed to be the last one hung up on the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve or whenever you're decorating mm-hmm. the tree. Mm-hmm. And then you hide it kind of somewhere beti- behind the pine needles. And Which, whoever finds it first on Christmas morning is has good luck for the whole year. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Or gets to open the presents first or whatever. So the story has been a long time story. Everybody has loved this tradition and they thought it dated back to old who the hell knows. Some time in Germany, yeah. Bavaria, some yes. little village in Bavaria. Exactly. But they did a, a polling agency in Germany. Uh, pulled 2,057 Germans just last month and found that 91% of German people have never heard of this holiday legend attributed to their country. What percent? 91. 91%. (laughs) So um, a glassmaker in a region of Germany heard about this tradition that Americans are doing hiding the pickle outside of the bedroom mm-hmm. on the Christmas tree and thought in 1991, my gosh, I've got a glass blowing business. I'm going to start making glass blown pickles. And he makes 50,000 pickles a year now. Oh my And word. Um, it sells only behind a glass blown Santa. And so it's very funny about the, the pickles. And I this, feel like this is something Wisconsin people do. We do this. Do I, you, 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 I you have, have a pickle. This, ornament? I have a pickle ornament. I've never heard of this. Well, well, you were so much, you spent a lot of time hiding the other pickle. Yeah. Okay, Dieter Dressler is the guest artisan in Weimar, Germany. Okay. He also, um, what he Weimar. says, Weim- Weimar, whatever. Weimar, sorry. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> Fine. Okay, but he says that the glossy green pickle ornament, slightly curved and as thick as a large man's thumb, are what his pickles look like. And mm. so... Um, the pickles have taken off. Um, lots of people ask me if I have a smaller pickle than this pickle, Dieter says. Dieter Dressler. Oh, and he says, so, but many, being, so many things to but say. But being German, <laughs> he knows you cannot go against tradition. That isn't even a trish, tradition. He says, I tell them, no, that wouldn't be a pickle. It would be a... Cucumber. He wants smaller ones. Oh, mm-hmm. it'd be a... Sweet pickle. Okay, read. It'd be a baby gherkin. It'd be a baby dill. Read the last word there. It would be a cornichon. Cornichon? Like like a caper? Cornichon? Yeah. Cornichon. Isn't that a caper? I don't know. So anyway, I like it better. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think it better would be Baby, baby Dale. Yeah, Baby Dale. Mm-hmm. So right. anyway, that tradition Thank is... you for shedding light on something we didn't know we needed to know about. Yeah. That's very good. Okay, this is something that I think is really cool, but um, they're organizing artists in Lower Town in St. Paul are going to do a pop-up art project that's going to be up during the St. Paul Winter Carnival and the Super Bowl festivities um, in downtown St. Paul, and it's going to be in Lower Town Rice Park and by the CHS um, field. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is they are um, taking 150 of the lamp posts in that area and they are asking different artists to do yarn art on the posts. So they'll all be decorated differently with yarn. Is that kind of cool? I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think it's kind of cool. Crochet people, quilters. They've got 130. What about the wind? What about the snow? No, well, yarn wraps around. (laughs) It wraps around. around. You know, it's yarn. And you can't do logos. You can't do religious symbols. You can't do things like that. But the tallest, it's going to be a cozy, cozy holder for a lamppost. Every lamppost needs a little cozy. Mm -hmm. They can only be five feet high. But in a can stick out more than three inches. But I kind of think it's kind of cool. You don't think so? All right, fine. Well, I mean, like you said, it is like the thing that, you know, little old ladies used to put their Kleenex boxes in, yes. the crocheted oh, God, thing. Yes. Yeah, remember those? Oh, but, yeah. But oh, yeah. people, I, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what people come up with. I, listen, there's a reason why you and I are not artists. Why is that? Because we don't have any creative uh, That's foresight, not true. talent. I would have wrapped yarn around and around and around. I would have done a little not rainbow. talent. Well, they didn't say you couldn't. Well, they, but they're looking for artists. Yeah. Like people yeah. who know. They already them. have, they are, there are some spots open if you want to do some yarn art at a lamppost. I'm going to save that for the for people who know what they're doing. You are? Okay. Yeah, that's You're gonna, not me. This isn't going to, remember when we had to, we had to do an art project a couple times for the Uptown Art Fair. I mean. You refused. No, no I did, did it. I oh, did you did great, the one. The bear. Mache- no, Michelle. The panda, remember? No, no, I did the paper mache pop culture I one. did Michelle Williams, and I cut out all these great... It was my... I was sick that I didn't win. It was so creative <laughs> and so on point for the station. I still have it. I remember having to do it on a girls' weekend up north and being so mad that I had to do this... Paper mache thing. You had to do one one year, and then yeah, I did okay. it the next year, yeah. and I still have it. And mine was really it was good. It, it, so you do have talent. It, well, it involved something I was very good at as a little Magazine. girl, which was playing Barbie dolls and cutting out and paper dolls. Mm-hmm. It was that concept. By the way, a cornichon. Yeah, it's a uh, a tiny, tiny sour French pickle. Yeah, those oh, it's like a little gherkin. Mm, yeah, but they're real. They're like very worthless. Small. They're worthless, but tiny, people tiny. eat them with. Oh, I know what those like, little things yeah, are. You like I don't know if they have them with, with caviar or you see them on these little plates. And stone ground mustard and a little pickle and a little piece of um, one or corned two beef. inches. Yeah, all that's right, about, that's and nobody, it's called the cornichon. Cornichon, yeah. Yeah, that's what you can say the next time you meet a small-minded man. <laughs> Cheers to your cornichon. <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> it's not. Is that well, a cornichon you're minded? Boy, you're happy to see me. Yeah, oh, or you're not right. happy to see not me. Not happy to see me, yeah. All right, we got Kenny coming up with the traffic, and we come back. Guess what Leonardo DiCaprio asked Santa for? And he got it, too, I'm going to tell you.
All right, we have... Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. That is Liam Payne. Strip that down. That's a good song. Okay, well, that's a perfect song for this next story because guess who asked Santa for a new 20 year old girlfriend? <laughs> None other than Leonardo DiCaprio. He's lowering his age. Oh, I know. Well, when we last discussed, which I think was October, he was dating a 19 year old named Juliet. And his fall fling with Juliet came after a summer where he was tearing. Through models like tissue paper. There's Hon- no Honestly, other- <laughs> Lori, well, what is it with him? He, he just- was like a, with a different woman every week while yeah. you know, he was single. And it was after his uh, breakup with Nina Agdell, yeah. his girlfriend of like one year after she turned 25. Because the rules for Leonardo is that um, the girlfriend experience 25 is the cutoff for Leonardo DiCaprio. So um, he found his latest gift from Santa, mm-hmm. a, a gal by the name of Camilla Marone was spotted um, leaving um, Leo's home and she's born from Miami and she is 20 years old and um, her ex is Jaden Smith's ex. The Jaden Smith, the little 18 year old boy. Yeah, well, she's only 20. Oh, that's true. Okay, Leonardo <laughs> is 43. Here's, I don't know, peeps. When you're 43, should you be dating Jaden Smith's ex? <laughs> that's really kind of a blow. I would think that would be a blow to his ego. Here's what I... I think she's the Christmas New Year's girlfriend. But what's the point of even calling him a girlfriend? Well, they're not. This is who I'm hooking I up with. I don't want to say flavor of the month because that just sounds rude. It but might boy, only... he does go through them. I mean, I just here's he, the thing: you would Jack wonder. Nicholson. I know, but at some Jack Nicholson did have some long term relationships. But he was never faithful to any of his girlfriends. Same though, who yeah. cares? But to have someone, what do you mean same though? Who well, cares? It's... But I mean, he at least had some consistency with conversation with some people that you would have a little bit of history with for mm. a few years. I mean, I think it would be so interesting. Uh, not interesting to be. With, I mean, it's just for the body. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just yeah, for sex. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. talking politics. And but and, I mean, it's it's something's wrong with him. And and girlfriends who are younger, like twenty to twenty five, it's after someone turns twenty five, they want to know where things are going. Right. And that's why the so girlfriend experience some, is cut off. At he 25. cuts them off. It's yeah. just for fun. You give them some of your lavish lifestyles. They'll give you their beautiful body. And if they they're trying to be known, you yep. can be known. And then you move on. Okay. I just feel like he must just literally be so absolutely shallow. Well, how can you keep doing that? Some people say shallow. Some people say, you know, he's just uh, what? Not a man who's ready to settle down and be monogamous. You know, which just getting to know someone new all the time. Uh, He doesn't care. I mean, year after year after year after year, month after month after week week after after week, week, day day after day. Fun. Not that long. Not for that long. He obviously thinks it is. His mom is going crazy. When are you giving me a grandchild? I wonder if Leonardo has had a vasectomy. Mm. Wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't be surprised either. He did the George Clooney. Maybe he'll be like George Clooney and meet someone closer to his age who's absolutely intriguing. But not until he's 55. He's got Boy, he's got fifteen, 15 more years to play around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it just feels so. I love that empty. that Jennifer Lawrence and Jessica Chastain have spoken out in support of Cat Sadler quitting E. 
She both of them thanked Kat for sharing her story and then put a link to her blog explaining yeah. why she left E. I mean, we go back with E. We remember when we were getting our entertainment news in the nineties from Steve Kometko mm-hmm. and Jules Asner. Absolutely. And then they got brought in Juliana Rancek and Ryan Seacrest and about a million other people. Yeah. But right now the current E version of news, I would say, is very millennial and millennial celebrities. They spend a lot of time. And people we don't care about. Well, Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez, they're often the top story on Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner. And um, anyway, she just uh, seemed to love her job. And she did say, you know, she's 43. She said, it's been my dream job. And she just said, I found out that my colleague who started the same year I did is paid double. She was informed and made aware that my male equivalent at the network, Mm -hmm. Jason Kennedy, who I started with the same year and have come up with doing essentially the same jobs, if not the exact same job, wasn't just making a little bit more than me, but was making double my salary and has been for several years. When my team began negotiations, knowing what we knew, that was the barometer in which I expected to be paid based on the law and based on what I know to be fair and what I believe is to be reasonable. And they... um. They didn't. They said they no. came back with an offer that wasn't even close. It's almost insulting. Uh, she says, "Because you know, you've worked really hard. I'm a single mom of two kids. I've given my all to this network, and when you learn something like that, it makes you feel small, underappreciated, and undervalued. It's heartbreaking." And you know, she goes on to say, "Jason Kennedy's her friend. I think he's the one who told her what he I got do made, too. paid. I do too. Mm-hmm." I mean, they ex- and use it in your negotiations. I do. He sounds like a terrible place to work totally. if you're a woman. Imagine how much more Ryan was getting paid than, than Juliana. Juliana. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Maybe, I'm telling I'm you, sure it was I double there. Yeah, I, probably. This, I never watch E News anymore because they just it's it's stupid. It's not. They're not. They don't do in depth. They just do flashy, flashy, flash, and then they go flash and flash. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, and so, I think they lost it because they own the market. I mean, they were the first ones doing full-time well, entertainment. Well, I'd be curious to see if people will stop and talk to E at the award shows if they're, they know, uh, if they get less people. Well, Ryan Seacrest mm. does the carpet, and so will Juliana still. I know, but I mean, That's uh, Hollywood point, actresses are woke to a lot of stuff, a lot of BS t- that they've done. I love that. That'd be really cool if they had massive backlash. Now, that is... That would be that a good boycott. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, they're Just, owned by NBC, which broadcasts the Globes, too. Yeah, no, yeah. there will be great publicist pressure for them to talk, but right. it will be it'll be interesting to see... If people, like... Jessica Does Chastain, Chastain will and stop her if she will tell her publicist, I'm not uh, I'm talking not, to them. Right. Because of what be they awesome. did to Kat Sadler. Right. And think about all the people Kat knows. And even Maria Menounos has hinted that one of the reasons that she left her entertainment reporting job was the toxic environment. Yeah. And she probably found out she was getting paid a lot less than Mario Lopez when they mm-hmm. were both at Access Hollywood and... And then when she moved on to right. Entertainment Tonight, I think, or isn't that where she went? No, that's where, no, Menudo's, yeah. she quit it all. She had the blur- brain tumor, Lori. Right, but she's talked about why also she quit oh, the toxic yeah. environment that was going on. And she was in the entertainment business for a long time, too. She was. All right, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she, yeah, Jessica Chastain, wow, this is so disappointing. When... Are companies like E Entertainment going to be understand that women should be paid 
fairly. But think about it. We knew about this in our when our corporate days of some uh, of our male counterpoints that were making way more than we were. And they it's, had vice president and we were directors. And it's disheartening. It is. When you know that someone who's doing the exact same job as mm-hmm. you making so much more money than you. That is really hard to stomach. Yeah. But she's a single mom of two kids. I mean, she doesn't even have a job to fall back on, but it was just so much yeah, that she had to take just, a stand. Yeah. And and I hope like Entertainment Tonight hires her or Access Hollywood. You right. know, they had that one gal. Um, step back, mm-hmm. not Kit, but the other lady that was there for a long time. So I hope that nice. she gets hired at one right. of those two places. Okay, Angelina Jolie, in Who? case you're wondering, Julia, people is reporting that uh, teacher Angelina is overseeing the language and music lessons of her six kids as they are homeschooled, um, but she stays away from their math and English. Okay, she you, lets the you understand mm-hmm. that... Any mom oversees it because you hire the person, you tell them what the agenda is. Yeah. So she's just like everyone else. But well, can listen you, to this. They what have so kids... many different languages being taught in that house. Okay. Shiloh is learning the Cambodian language. Okay. Pax is learning Vietnamese because he knows how to do Cambodian. Right. Um, Maddox is learning German and Russian. Okay. Zahara is uh, getting fluent in French, and Vivian is learning Arabic. You know and Knox sp- is learning sign language. Love it. Do you know how smart that is? Because the mind can just pick it up so much. And once you learn one language, mm-hmm. when you're young, you can do... That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always kind of regret that I didn't have my kids go to a Spanish immersion school or French immersion because it'd be so great to be Well, don't bilingual. feel bad because Casey had his go- kids go to a Spanish immersion school and those two... Uh, no hablo español. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. even muy poquito. We got to keep using it though, don't you? Yes, you do. You, do. you have you to do. keep it. My kids have taken my, uh, Spanish and have had to do it in college as well. Yeah. Yes, that happened to my my older brother. He was when he was a little kid. He was fluent in Hebrew and German. Really? And never stopped using them. Gone. Gone. Yeah, it's gone. And by the way, Brad Pitt, who's casually dating, dating. and casually sculpting, he lives only ten minutes away from Angelina's mansion, and he sees the kids every weekend. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. This is people reporting, so both publicists approved okay. this story. All right. Well, that's that. good news. Yeah. So All right. He is. And so we he casually dates on, on weeknights. On weeknights, and he's casually sculpting in the morning. Got it. Smoking <laughs> Casually. <cigarettes>. Casually. <laughs> mm-hmm. As one does. As yes. one does. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Depp has left behind his pirate ship chandelier okay. after selling all five of his L.A. He owned five apartments in one building. We know that, and he had three of them were one apartment, you know. But this, this pirate ship chandelier was a gift for their wedding, Amber Heard and Johnny oh, Depp's so, wedding. Mm-hmm. And it's this crystal pirate ship. And I'm sure when someone came in to buy it, I saw it. They th- probably thought that um, that's really something cool. I'd like that to come with it. And so I don't think he wants to take a wedding gift with him, Laurie. Yeah, you're right. It's he doesn't kind have of time. It's goofy looking. It's beyond it's goofy. And he also kept yeah. a vault door that used to, you know how they have the doors that slide like a bank now? Vault? Yeah, bank vault door. He left that as well. To connect the apartments. Well, you yes. know how you slide as a closet door, yeah. or kitchen, or room divider. I wonder what is going on with him right now. I don't know. I hope he's in France in his village that he's trying to sell for seventy million, enjoying it one last time over the holidays <laughs> right. before he finds some oil baron to buy it. All right, listen. When we come back. It's time to Hollywood speak, and we're going to Hollywood speak. Well, we're going to start with Mariah Carey.
Yes, Mariah Carey has pushed back her 2018 tour of Australia and New Zealand. It was scheduled for February. She's regrouping, Lori. Here's what she. Here's what the promoter said. It's been pushed to October of 2018 due to a necessary realignment of her international engagements. Mm-hmm. That's eight months. Yeah. Uh, that means we're hoping we tickets can... will sell better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're hoping that with when I'm under my new management, my new label, a necessary realignment mm-hmm. of her international. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna do something. Plus, James Packer has a new Australian girlfriend. Oh my gosh! Did you see this? My favorite headline was that he's he's not thickened up. What did they call him? He's um. It was just such a lovely way of saying he's gotten really fat mm-hmm. because, you know, usually they'll say with women, look at how fat she is or something. Yeah, yeah. But he thickened up. Thickened up. I mean, he is ginormous. He's double his old size. Did you see him? Um, yes, Julia. He. But they uh, called it thickening up. Yeah, well, it happens to men as well it, as women. No, I know. But I was just kind of like, not look how fat he got. Because I'd say that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Just thickening up a bit. Okay, so... Um, I mean, he's really fugly. He was before. The Australian Shrek. Yeah. he The well, billionaire Shrek. Now, he's, now he literally yeah. looks yeah. like Shrek, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. I'm okay. being rude. I'm being rude. Okay, so um, I just want to get your final, final take. Oh, because dear. Because the, the, the date is set... February 14th, the last day, the final day of New York Fashion Week, the second to the last show. The very last show is Mark Jacobs, and mm-hmm. the second to the last show is Marquesa mm-hmm. at New York Fashion Week. They've picked a low-key day when no one's going to go. Do you no. think it's on February 14th? Valentine's Day? Yeah. Is that not the worst weird. day for yes. the sexual harasser of Hollywood, his wife, yeah. To show her Valentine's Day, yeah. There's, Who's gonna go to that? I no celebrities are going to uh, wear this. Uh, I think she uh, should uh, stick with she's her bridal and exactly. ready to wear and not the and maybe couture. that's all she's gonna show and she's just gonna invite people from bridal shops. No, because that's a different you She's sh- silly. Br- bridal week is uh that's at a different time of the year. It's like October and April, the bridal fashion show. I just got my bridal magazine from mm-hmm. Minneapolis-St. Paul. I don't think she should mess around with New York Fashion Mm-mm. Week and trying to get celebrities to wear. I don't think we'll see one person wearing Marquesa on a red carpet this the year. Only, no, you won't. Mm-mm. You won't. Because remember- Harvey harassed people into wearing her dresses. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's um, silly. Yeah. Because who's... No one. I mean, and then even to be seen at that show... Right. I just think well, it's you know, too soon and on that it is, day. And it is. It's just too soon. Yep. All right. Okay. Fine. All right. Here's another one. Yes. Um, <clears throat> this is from, I think, Deadline. It's a, a um, columnist who said, stop treating Meryl Streep like an enemy of Me Too because a street artist has put up all these posters of Meryl Streep all over Hollywood with she knew coming painted across her mouth. I think this is just terrible because it's pitting. It's the street. It's a female street artist. It is. And yes, and it's pitting women against women. I do not like the tone that has happened with this she knew thing about Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. I believe Meryl Streep that 100%. she didn't know. No, didn't. Just and, like and I believe the women who said one, something happened. One hundred percent. And this just discredits everything, and it makes it look like, um, like she's the villain. 
instead of the men, you know, yeah. the men in these cases that we've been discussing. Right. It's ridiculous. It I is. think of all people in this earth, Meryl Streep, there's no one more lovely and delightful and I really believe honest. I mean, last year, remember her speech? At the Golden Globes, I mean, she really it feels woefully misdirected at, Mi- at Meryl Streep versus yeah. at the perpetrators. Yeah. I mean, it is not Meryl Streep. She did not know why would an artist do this. I don't know. And well, it's right can... around the corner from where she lives in Pasadena. It really bothers me. Blame Rose McGowan a little bit for this. Well, Rose, work. Rose is a little off. I mean, we well, discussed she that. She said that after she yep. apologized about you know that she shouldn't have said it. Why don't you women just wear Marquesa mm-hmm. and you, Meryl? She said I. That was no, no, I was low, but there's no playbook for this. And she is, she just said, I'm not going to be doing everything right now. She did, um, there, they tease this on the Today Show. Um, there's going to be a a round table. I'm not sure when it's going to be on, uh, the Today Show, but New York Magazine did it. And it's Rose McGowan and, um, a, a couple of Donald Trump accusers, a Louis C.K. Uh, accuser, and they're sitting around and having a discussion about the Me Too and all of this. But the one clip that the Today Show showed was um, Rose McGowan said, I would challenge the media to stop using the word alleged when covering sexual assault and harassment. I can tell you why they do use the word alleged. I talked to our corporate attorney, yeah? and he said there's no legal requirement. He says reason why news programs use the word allege or claims is because they do not have first-hand knowledge. Sure. So they say allege. Yeah. And Wendy Williams always says that with some of her gossip. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Right. She's always, so it must be because they don't want to. To be sued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it isn't true. Or open it up. Right. Yeah. For that. So uh, anyway, so Rose, we're going to take it one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, and it's, she's just really. I think that she has been through years and years and years of pain, and it yes, just comes out. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. uh, Julia, what do you make of this? Nick Cannon and Chris <gasps> Brown teaming up for an independent movie called She Ball about a women's street basketball team. I really, I just gasp <laughs> because what is wrong with Nick Cannon right now? But maybe. Chris Brown is changing his ways. I I literally just gasp. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say about this. You don't. Um, well, no, it's it, it's gonna be. Is it a musical? No. <laughs> Cannon is gonna be the producer. He's gonna star in it. He's gonna write it. He's gonna write it, and it's gonna be about a team of ferocious um, female basketball players who are gonna help his character save the embattled Inglewood community center which he manages while raising his daughter Mm -hmm. and chris brown will also be in the movie now have we seen him act besides like as an asshole yeah no (laughs) (laughs) well well, no that's That's a hollywood that that was that's a hollywood speech i mean that it's just kind of shocking to me Mm -hmm. but you know maybe chris brown Maybe um, they're good buddies. They're good buddies, yeah, and he's given his buddy a, a lifeline. All right, what do you make of uh, Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson being spotted uh, cozy at the Charles de Gaulle Airport? They're 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 getting it on, and, and they were trying to go incognito by just wearing a pair of sunglasses. They're silly. <laughs> First of all, everyone knows, and then the funnier part is Dakota Johnson. That was yesterday, yeah, because they were coming back from their uh, weekend in Paris or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then today she flew to Aspen 
to meet up with her family for the holidays, and she's yeah. wearing the exact same outfit she wore yesterday. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it doesn't help when you get out of a car, and because one exit's right and one exit left. That no one's going to see you. <laughs> and your sunglasses. Yeah. Darn. That is such a good right? incognito disguise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, listen, when we come back... Oh, so much fun in the clubhouse last night with Christian Siriana. Siriano and Erica Girardi. There was a lot of... She's too much. Tea spilling and dishing going Uh on. We'll be back with that.